folks. Welcome to the second take of the second episode fucking idiot. Oh my podcast. I don't hate George anymore. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh we just recorded uh, about a 20 minute long podcast. No, we didn't. We didn't record anything. Right. We just head. just spoke a 20 minute long podcast. <laughs> and then I discovered I was not recording. You so, you don't you don't tell him this. You just pretend like it right. Happens, uh, but you're not doing it. So the, the previous skit was brought to you by our sponsor, um, uh, Die Hard. Die Hard Live. Five. Yippee ki yay! There actually is new Die Hard coming out. We should review this actually instead. We should review the trailer. Let's do this. I'm not doing this. We gotta review the movie. Die Hard Five. It's, I, first time I come up with like, Die Hard Five batteries. <laughs> Bruce Willis. A good day to die hard. All right. John McClane travels to Russia about his seemingly wayward son, Jack, only to discover that Jack is a... When did he get a son? This is new. Was Justin Long his son in the last... I, no, no, that was his son-in-law. But when... Remember? Because he's going to bang shit out of his daughter. You, you know how much I how much time I spent watching Die Hard 4? Like, negative one. I like the part where it's like, oh, you're out of bullets. Yeah, but I used a car or something. He took a, car, a helicopter out of the car. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready to talk about this movie? <laughs> Let's watch this instead. Uh, <laughs> this is getting heavy. Did you see The Last Stand with Arnold Schwarzenegger when he pulls the fucking uh, Vickers machine gun out of the back of a bus? <laughs> I thought he pulled it out of Johnny Knoxville's asshole. Yeah, pretty much. Same place. It's a short bus, you know. Are you ready to start this? Yeah. Okay. So this week we watched the 1951 film A Place in the Sun. A pl- this movie tells the story of George Eastman, a poor religious boy who... Moves uh to somewhere. Bosco thinks it's Connecticut. Uh, well, it's Connecticut because if a lake that's cold and there are a bunch of rich people and rich people live in Connecticut. Everyone knows that. All right, all right. Sound logic. So he, we'll say he moves to Connecticut to work at his rich uncle's factory and business. Uh, working there, he first fell in love with a fellow factory worker, Alice Tripp, and uh, their their relationship is forbidden by the workplace rules, which you know. No fraternizing between employees. So while he is uh, unattached to most people's eyes, other than him and Alice, he also gets invited to a party by his rich uncle nephew, where he meets and falls in love with Angela Vickers, who is a much more rich, higher-class society girl. So uh, after Alice gets pregnant and George falls more and more in love with Angela and realizes that he's the one he wants to spend his life with and not Alice, he starts kind of plotting a plan to murder Alice and that plan comes to fruition or accidentally happens, depending on your views, when they head out to the lake when Alice tries to get George to marry her. Um, after Alice is dead and George escapes, the rest of the movie tells the story of his arrest and trial before the lovers share one last embrace, and then George goes and rides the electric chair. Yeah. I mean, we don't actually get to see him ride the electric chair. Cause, uh, it's just the end. This is the end. Like his life's been over for a very long time. Really, because when he reprised, when he made this, what is, who's this Montgomery Cliff guy? Did he restart anything other than this shit? He got in a car accident. Tom Hanks, I swear to God. They're not Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise. He's just, he's Tom Cruise. Oh, he plays, he was in the Misfits. He was in the Misfits. What, that, the um, TV show? That, that British TV show, yeah. Yep. Who did he play? Yeah. He, he played a 1961 American drama film with a screenplay Arthur Miller, directed by John Huston. Let's let's maybe talk about this movie. So, did you like A Place in the Sun? Mm, no. No. And Gay offers to pay. <laughs> and why? I, George is an asshole, dude. I mean, 
just simple. I mean, he practically raped the fuck out of Alice. I mean, I don't know if anybody believes this or not, but I think this movie was full of rape and incest and abortions and stuff. Uh, I did not find any incest. Well, you gotta look at it in a, in a view like I look at it. I think the Eastman and, and the Vickers were both the same family at one point, and they broke away. But then they came back together after World War One. <laughs> Because the machine gun industry was taking a turn dive, so they made swimsuits instead. Right. So, your your logic is they were once the same family, and then yeah. came back together. So it's incest. Yeah. Well, like we, Angela never got pregnant. It was Alice. So I. Think How do you know? Maybe he just made the condom work this time. Oh, well then she didn't get pregnant if the condom worked. Yeah, but still incest. I don't know, like they said on board to death. As long as Jonathan's boning his sister, if he uses a condom, it's fine. Really? That's oh, true. That was weird. That was a weird episode. <laughs> that, was, that was the last episode of the series as well. That was great. Why are we talking about board to death? Because I miss it. I, me too. So my opinion on the movie was I thought the romance stuff was really dry, really boring, and I thought the murder stuff was really cool. Uh, I mentioned this earlier in the first take. My favorite no, scene it was no first take. Shut up. Right. I, I mentioned this earlier before we started podcasting. My uh, my favorite scene in the movie is the one where George is just sitting in his apartment having a smoke. And knowledge that you need to know, earlier in the film, Alice says that when George asks her if she ever wears a swimsuit, she says no, not because she doesn't like wearing swimsuits, but because she can't swim. She never learned how to. And so George is having a lot of second thoughts about his relationship with Alice. Um He's definitely more in love with Angela. The Vickers sign is flashing outside his window the whole time, which was a nice touch. And so he's trying to figure out what to do with his problem now that Alice is pregnant and wants him to marry her. And he hears on the radio about people dying, large amounts of people drowning at the beach because they're not being careful. And uh, it was just a great scene because the second they said it, like even if you didn't even hear the detail earlier in the movie, you just knew he was thinking about killing Alice. And that was... I thought that was a great scene. I thought the rest of the movie wasn't quite as great, but that 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 one scene and the scene when they're on the boat before she dies were my two favorite scenes in the movie. So what what were your favorite scenes then? Um, I swear to God, if you watch the Die Hard trailer, <laughs> I am. I don't. I I could tell you what my favorite parts were of the movie because I didn't like the movie. Just hated it. Just hated it. Just I hated it. You hated it. <laughs> I hated it. No, I mean, I guess the cool things were like when he was getting promotions and stuff. I'm like, oh, cool. He might not fuck his world up that badly <laughs> because he's getting promotions. It was a positive aspect of the Which movie. Which are mi- minor anecdotes, like he gets like promoted to like sit in a cubicle in the same place. Yeah. And then he gets a. He can watch the person he raped, and then he can get a lady. So, so your favorite scenes were the ones where he got to move up the corporate ladder. Yeah, because that's only those thing was positive. (laughs) Excuse me. What about their undying love for each other that he took all the way to the chair? Undying love. What are you fucking talking about? (laughs) She doesn't. She probably. I mean, shit. She didn't even know who he was until he started making money. I mean, crap. He, once he got a new suit on, that's when she noticed. She was so shallow. I don't care what anybody says. When, when they first met, he was like, actually, we'd like... He was wearing a tweed suit. She, she didn't know him at all. She didn't give a shit. But apparently, I think I think initially what I thought was going on was because initially she was dating her, her his cousin. I thought she was trying to get her, her his cousin jealous. 
because they look similar. And that was the reason she started dating him? Yeah, I thought initially because, or they just had a bro- breakup or something because he just came, she just came in there, I guess, looking for somebody to quickly bang. She's like, you look like an Eastman. You are, aren't you? Yeah. I think she was trying to get him jealous. I mean, I think there's a lot of alternative things that were happening. I think she was really a fucked up bitch. Well, even if she was just trying to get his cousin jealous, she did. They do eventually, I think, love And I think, I think it actually really happened. Since they do look, I think there's an alternate version of this movie that was never released. That actually, and this was a really superior movie. But your no Ted Kennedy thing? No, shut up. No, that's nothing to do with Ted Kennedy. Okay, so anyways, you know how the cousins look alike. That's what they always keep saying. They always keep saying they look alike. But really, you know what happened? What? Eastman, he was drugged. George Eastman was drugged, okay? He was drugged. His cousin, he he knocked up and raped the other lady and, and tricked him into somehow being friends with her. And he's like, what are you talking about? Because it kept saying, because even the even the <laughs> landlady, the landlady of the of Alice's um, place said, "Oh, it couldn't be the Eastmans dating her." You know, it kept, it's making sense now, right? So really, what happened? The cousin did it all this stuff. He, he murdered her. He blamed it on the cousin, the the poor cousin, and because because he was jealous that the chick that he would dig is now dating him. He's like, "Fuck it." You're getting murdered, motherfucker. All right. Um, I think this is your second worst theory. The only one worse was the one where you're like, yeah, I hope you just woke up and figured it was all a dream. Because like I said, that would have destroyed any dramatic parts of the movie. Uh, no, is it, no, he woke up like, this is why I don't join the communist party. <laughs> <laughs> you forget that part. Right, I forgot the communist party bit. Yeah, well, clearly it wasn't his cousin because he was on the screen. And even if it was, it would <laughs> have made a lot of sense. So... <laughs> Uh, they look the same. Remember how they never, they never show the face at the same time? I think they're the same actor. I think they're, I, I think they're really, they're all skits, uh, so. I'm pretty sure they do show the face at the same time, because isn't his cousin the one that, like, walks him in and, like, explains what's going on in the business? No, it's only when they're, they're turn, look, you get to watch the scenes carefully. They actually never show I'm the face. I'm not sure they're right. in the exact same shot them. talking to each other. Nope. That never. was something, there was something weird with the shots in this movie in a couple scenes. Like, I don't know if they did it on purpose, but the one where... George is on the phone, and the one where he's, like, eating inside Alice's apartment, and it's just a long-ass camera. Like, it's just a long-ass shot from one camera in, like, a corner. And for the one scene, you can't see Alice's face at all. It's her back and, like, the table and George. And the other I'm telling you, he's being drugged. Corner over on the it's phone. It's like the Truman Show. It's a Truman Show. He's being drugged. <laughs> it's the Truman Show. And he's in one of the Matrix machines. He's being fed all this video feedback to tell him that's what he's been doing. It's like, what, really? Oh, really? Shit. Shit. Another interesting part was the crazy courtroom scene. Um, I thought the DA was just off his fucking rocker. He destroyed yeah. state evidence with an oar. He, like, had all these, like, overly dramatic lines. Because it felt like they were trying to make the courtroom scene realistic, right? That was one thing you said. You you felt like they were trying to make it <laughs> with, like, the guys coughing in the middle of their lines. Like, they're not, like, rehearsed. Like, they're actually reading it, right? Yeah. And, uh... I don't know, when your DA is a fucking boat-smashing lunatic who, like, spouts great dramatic, I'm referring to your heart, Mr. Eastman. I, I like know. I like when he had a cane. Yeah, right. <laughs> he just had the cane. Like, yeah, and he was, was like... choice, not the director's choice. He just wanted it. <laughs> he was, like, sitting down in the forest. Like, you got this impression he was supposed to be, like, kind of a Mycroft Holmes type character, right? Like, I think that's what they were going for. I think, yeah, yeah, it's true. I think they were going for the except he was just like a batshit crazy dude. 
What else about this movie? Uh, it won a bunch of Academy Awards. It won for Best Cinematography, Best Costume Design, Best Director, Best Film Editing, Best Original Score. I mentioned I liked the music in this movie. I thought the music was good. Uh, best Screenplay. And it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor, and Best Actress. The actress was Alice and not Angela, like some people might think, given the way the names are listed on the title. Uh, so any of opinions on those other than George is an asshole? Yeah, Bruce Willis looks like a pruny Ted. <laughs> sure he does. Nah, but I don't know, man. I don't. It just annoyed me. The movie annoyed me. I couldn't be more annoyed. Because I, I, I think your thing was you wanted the protagonist to be likable, and I don't think. Oh, he, no, no, no. I just wanted the movie to be good, and it, I couldn't find anything about it that was good. The murder scene, dude. The How is that good? Scene? It was so. Don't stand up. Don't do what I just did and almost flipped the boat. I mean, oh my god. No, when they're talking before and she's like yelling at him and shit and he's like, bitch, I want to kill you. First of all, that bitch is tiny as fuck. I don't care what anybody says. She's crazy. Yeah, I told you. When she was dead, all you had to say was she had suicidal problems and that's it. And she killed herself. I couldn't... Well, you know, aside from the fact that he went out on the boat with her and there were witnesses at various stages of the crime, but yeah. Yeah, but she's also a suicidal motherfucker. But wasn't the point what eventually got him convicted and what eventually convinced him of his own guilt was the fact that, like, even if it was an accident, um, he could have saved Alice, and he didn't. He didn't swim and save her. That's why he was Wait, guilty. Well, you know, what, you know what happens when you're, like, a lifeguard and you're trying to save somebody when they're drowning? You gotta, you gotta be strong. You don't have a lot of upper body strength, because when you're scared... They, he was apparently a great swimmer. They set this up. They they were taught. They mentioned it multiple times about how he was. No, like, no. You doesn't matter about swimming. You have to be upper. You have to have a lot of upper body strength to be a lifeguard. No, you don't, dude. I did lifeguarding courses. Like, yeah, I'm, but you're fucking twelve. You're saving six year olds. That's different. Oh, no, I was saving people like in practice. Like you can lift people like twice your size. Trust me. Yeah, but if they can't swim and they're flailing around and drowning, they're gonna take you down with them. That's why they they basically have like a ridiculous amount of bu- uh, muscles, uh, upper body strength. Look at David Hasselhoff for Christ's sake. David Hasselhoff was not a real lifeguard. I wasn't even sure if he's. A... I thought that was a biography. Yeah, I I know. Oh shit! I, your world has come crashing down. No, but seriously, they they teach him like wrestling moves in order to get uh, basically uh, to isolate them from. But being... okay, well, even if he couldn't have done it, he didn't know that. The point was he didn't try to save Alice. I wouldn't try either. She was a fucking clingy ass bitch. <laughs> that is, uh, I feel like that's fair. I, you know, what, if I was him, what I would have done was. Because since the Boy Scout didn't come out with a flashlight, he just came out. Because apparently it's really bright at night. I, I would just say, oh, fuck the world, and shot myself in the head. But, you know, but seriously, he should have got rid of that coop. Fun. He should have got rid of that coop. That's what I would have done. Yeah, I would have got him. And he shouldn't park 10, 10 feet away from the boat place, apparently. Well, he, he – yeah, that's true. I mean, he kind of had to to convince he's not. Uh, he's not a very smart murderer, if anything. No. Well, wasn't that kind of the point that he was, he was not uh, the most competent at murdering her? Yeah, that's how I, that's how I would have pleaded. Like, I, I, if I wanted to murder her, I would have done a better job at it. <laughs> that was. I, mean, I, I would have said, well, look at all the fallacies I did. I could have done this a lot better. Yeah, I would have been it. like, guys, I'm much smarter than this. I would make an excellent murderer. Come on, trust me. Yeah. You're saying, well, what do you mean? I, I lied about running out of gas. Maybe I was trying to be a rom- romantic. Thought about that. Trick, you know. Well, speaking of romance and murders, one thing I noted with this movie was romance I. Juliet know anything about it, right? And yeah. so I was not expecting this murder plot at all. So I came in expecting it to be like some old ass love movie, right? Yeah, and it's just like good. a love story, right? And so but the love stuff, like that happens probably Yeah. It does happen every so of, often, yeah. Third of the movie, right? 
like it yeah. all is just in that first third. He first he like his romance with Alice, like I don't know, they probably reached their romantic climax about twenty minutes into the movie. Same yeah. same yeah. Angela. That's like I a, didn't really think she liked him at all until she got regulars. Yeah, you you just thought he was raping her. Yeah, I mean she's like, oh no, don't, and then. The one thing, one thing that did give me that idea kind of was when she was like, "Oh, my landlady's such a bitch, right?" And she's so strict. And then at the end, the landlady was like her like friend and confidant, and she like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, that seems a little off. So maybe she was trying to rebuff. I think. Fans. I really think. I really think he was freaky as fuck. And then she got pregnant, and she's like, "Oh no, I get a baby now, yay!" And she's <laughs> like. One one thing I need to mention about this movie that I well, no, no, I'm gonna ask you this question. Remember that time you got pregos? Didn't you love that man? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, our, our child is wonderful. Uh, they didn't, they said it wasn't medically possible, but who knew? Now it is. Now it is. Um, one thing I didn't like about this movie was it kept introducing these like so-called like there's a couple times with the like general Custer lookalike who arrests him right that mm. like ranger meets on the woods and then also the priest at the end where you're like who are these people the priest looked like Sal from Mad Men by the way I swear to god he was Sal from Mad Men um yeah and they were just like who are these people that <laughs> are like dogging them now like they just kind of threw characters in there at points and it's like really superfluous is that even a word yeah superfluous is a word I will I will bet much on that you defend it for me can I defend it? Yeah. Uh, dolphinately. Okay. Superfluous. Let's find out the definition. Define at dictionary.com. Sub- By the way, audience, this is called padding. <laughs> I mean, we don't really need to pad too much more. We're just, but anyways. Oh, shit. That so means we per- missed a bit where I was like, I broke the fourth wall. And I was like, okay, ladies, I'm not right. going to rape you. Break the fourth wall. Do it right now. Oh, okay, ladies, I'm not going to rape you. And I will not try to murder you in a lake if you can't swim. I'll just be that honest guy, and I won't try to hide things from you. Okay. Thank you, lady viewers. All zero of you. <laughs> Mom, shut up. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, that's it for this movie. I guess you want to offer your final thoughts on A Place in the Sun? Um, yeah. I prefer it on a, a long beach. The wind in my hair. Okay. So, on that note of gibberish, I, did, I found most movie... Not great. Uh, I did. I did like those murder scenes that I mentioned. I liked the whole murder plot, but the the setup and the fall off of the murder plot both left me pretty unexcited. Like, at, we, they could have at least made the jail interesting by having Elizabeth Taylor show up wearing something hot, but she showed up in like a nun frock. Yeah, but she's like 80 years old. So that, that's know. no way to do it. Um, so I guess the moral of this movie, as I mentioned before, is George had 99 problems, and bitches were all of them. And the bitch swimming wasn't one. Ha! <laughs> there you go. Um, so next week, we will be watching the movie, the 1964 musical film, My Fair Lady, starring Audrey Hepburn and... Rita Hedworth, George Clooney, and Pete Smith. All those people, except none of them, and Rex Harrison. Uh, Bosco says it's good, so we got high hopes for next week. Bosco oh, yeah. doesn't say anything's good, generally. Because well, Audrey Hepburn's a very pretty lady. There you, there you go. She's a very pretty lady. So, viewers, thank you for joining us. Remember, we've loved you from the moment we saw you. I guess maybe even before we saw you. Goodbye. Can I do the closing song? Never mind. Whatever. You've just been listening to a Gooncast Media Podcast. The greatest movie podcast.
Record again. I forgot to record. Okay. I didn't record again. No, seriously, I would kill you. No, <laughs> we're good. All right. That'd be good. It was a good episode. It would have been better if it was a good movie. All right, I gotta play, go play Company of Heroes and then go do orchestra shit. So I'll see you later. Peace. Can I play Company of Heroes with you. I'm really good. You're awful, but sure. <laughs>